0: Welcome to the Gaming Ride Home podcast for Friday, March 13th, which is a spooky, scary Friday the 13th. I am Kyle Hilliard. Here's a whole bunch of video game stuff that happened recently. Konami may be returning to Silent Hill, and though it is strictly rumor and should be treated as such, Hideo Kojima might be involved with the project. February's 2020 NPD numbers are live. We know who bought the Nintendo PlayStation now. Coronavirus is causing more statements, changes, and cancellations, and Neo 2 is out today. It is rumored that Konami is looking to revisit the Silent Hill series. I can't emphasize the word rumor here enough, but according to Rourke Keegan for the website Rely on Horror, a site that covers the horror industry by writing about horror movies and sometimes horror video games, Konami is working on bringing back Silent Hill, has been working on it for a year already with Silent Hill veterans, and most surprisingly, there is a chance Hideo Kojima might be involved. Higgin writes, according to two trusted sources, Kaichiro Toyama, the director and writer of the original Silent Hill, Akira Yamaoka, longtime Silent Hill composer, and Masahiro Ito, a creature designer for the series, and most notably the man responsible for Pyramid Head, are all working on a soft reboot of the series. Developers behind the Siren series of games are also helping create the game, and Sony is backing the project, meaning that, in all likelihood, if this game exists, it will be a PlayStation-exclusive game, and presumably one for the PlayStation 5. Keegan also writes that another Silent Hill game is in development, and it may very well be Silent Hills, and Hideo Kojima and his studio may be making it. Keegan writes, According to our first source, Sony is working to patch up the relationship between Kojima Productions and Konami in order to resurrect the game due to the amount of buzz and continued demand for it five years after its cancellation. Our second source shared this same information with us in the past. We can now report on it with some confidence in its legitimacy. And Keegan followed up writing, Sony has pitched the game to Kojima as a title more akin to a telltale, supermassive, narrative-driven title, which would offer him full creative freedom. Our source does emphasize, however, that Silent Hills is not a done deal. And for now, the only game in active development is the reboot from SIE Japan Studio. After development was wrapping up on Metal Gear Solid 5, Hideo Kojima and Konami, famously and publicly parted ways, and there's always been a perception from the outside that there was bad blood between the publisher and Kojima. One of the victims of that split was Silent Hills, a game that was teased to the public with a free demo called P.T., which was short for a playable teaser. When you finished the demo, it was revealed that you had just played through a teaser for a game called Silent Hills, starring Norman Reedus, and the game was going to be a collaboration between Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro. It was all very exciting, but then Kojima and Konami split, the game was cancelled, and the demo was even pulled off the PlayStation Store. The only way to play it today is by having a PlayStation 4 with the game installed on the hard drive already. I put the likelihood of Konami working on a Silent Hill soft reboot with the original creators pretty high, We're due for a new entry, and I think Konami wants to put weight behind AAA video games again after seemingly backing off a little bit after Metal Gear Solid V. The Kojima-Konami collaboration to bring back Silent Hills, I am less confident about, but I certainly don't think it's impossible. Nobody really knows what happened between Konami and Kojima, and it may not have been as acrimonious as we all assumed it was, Kojima has also been known to play with public perception when it comes to his video games, so who knows? Maybe this was just a long con to promote Silent Hills. I certainly want it to happen because I like the idea of Kojima and Konami being friends again, and I like when Kojima pokes at Konami's other franchises. I love Castlevania, Lords of Shadow, and he helped out a little with that, and what very little we played of Silent Hills was very exciting. So I hope everyone comes together to form a big old happy family again in order to create the most terrifying game of all time. February's NPD numbers are live. NPD, which at one point stood for National Purchase Diary but just doesn't anymore for some reason, released its monthly data that tracks video game hardware and software sales. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot was the number one selling game in January, according to NPD's numbers, which it openly admits are not comprehensive, but I do think they do a good job at being generally representative of the industry. For February, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is the only game that released in 2020 that made it into the top 2020 best-selling games list for the month, landing at number four. Number one for February was Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which is probably going to be very high again next month, I would bet, because of Warzone. If you watch NPD regularly, and I do hope to talk about them every month on the show... There are a lot of games that have been showing up on the NPD's sales lists that just seem to live there and have lived there for a long time. And last month was no exception. Grand Theft Auto V was number three, Mario Kart 8 is at number six, and Minecraft is at number 11. There are some other interesting oddities. Ring Fit Adventure is high up there at number seven, and it is currently sitting at number nine in terms of the best-selling games of 2020 so far. And it's number 2 after Mario Kart 8 on the best-selling Switch games of the munch, which I think is awesome. I'm glad to see that game finding success. The Division 2 is number 5, likely as a result of its recent sale price and the fact that Ubisoft was really pushing hard to try and get new players on board recently. I was also surprised to see Pokemon Sword on there at number 15, but the thing that was weird to me is Shield is not in the top 20. Usually those games sit side by side on the NPD charts. Matt Piscatella, who is at Matt Piscatella on Twitter, and is a good follow if you're interested in tracking these kinds of numbers, is a video game industry analyst for NPD Group and he tweeted, quick hit take on February 2020 data, about as expected. Lack of new releases always hurts and the late cycle dynamics we're seeing on hardware are what they are. Ring Fit Adventure continues to climb. We'll have to see if inventory challenges appear in the coming months. The result of the lack of new releases means that video game sales declined pretty significantly compared to February 2019, and it really has been light in terms of new releases so far this year. There was a lot of games that moved out of the February time frame, like Last of Us Part Two, and it is, it's just feeling light overall for video games. But even with that said, I still somehow don't feel like I have enough time to play all the video games I want to play. It's it's weird how that works. Okay, it's time to commit. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash wondery. Greg McLemore, the founder of pets.com and toys.com, is the person that bought the Nintendo PlayStation. The buyer of the Nintendo PlayStation hybrid system that sold for more than $300,000 recently on the auction website Heritage Auctions was initially anonymous. But a few days ago, Greg McLemore, the founder of Toys.com and Pets.com, revealed himself to be the buyer. Matt Perez reported on the buyer's identity for Forbes. It turns out that McLemore is a big video game collector. Perez had the chance to speak with McLemore about the sale, and wrote, I'm looking to not have this machine just buried in a closet somewhere, McLemore told Forbes, saying he wants to take his collection, which he estimates includes over 800 coin-operated machines and countless other smaller games, trade magazines, and original art, and build out a permanent museum. McLemore also told Perez and Forbes, I'm interested in sharing my passion for gaming, One of my areas of focus is the evolution of gaming, including how earlier arcade games inspired video games and how early video games influenced later innovation. I believe the Nintendo PlayStation fits in well with this focus. I'm excited to hear that Macklemore has larger plans for the system outside of just keeping it in his personal collection. It definitely belongs in some kind of video game museum as it's a really interesting part of gaming history that could have made video games look a lot different today if it had moved forward. Coronavirus leads to more statements, changes and cancellations. The coronavirus, COVID-19 or COVID-19 illness is causing more waves in the video game industry. Square Enix offered a statement about the E3 cancellation after I published yesterday's show, or would have included it in the roundup. But basically, it said that the health and safety of its employees and fans are a priority, so it stands by the ESA's decision, and it wrote on Twitter, Our 2020 lineup and the next generation that lies beyond is stronger than ever for Square Enix. Where E3 has always been an incredible moment in time to showcase our upcoming games, we're exploring other options to share our games with you. More to come. Stay tuned. Pokemon Go, a game that is all about getting out in the world and catching Pokemon, is changing a little bit. And and while developer Niantic is not turning off raids or anything like that, it is taking steps to allow players to continue to play, but without as much exploration commitment. My good buddy Shenmu, gameplay partner and host of the comic book podcast, Andrew Reiner, reported on the Pokemon Go update for Game Informer, writing that players can get 30 incenses for one gold, and they currently last twice as long. The walking distance needed to hatch eggs has been cut in half, and Pokemon will be spawning more in general. And Poke Stops will be giving out more loot, all in an effort to make the game easier to play while limiting the need to move around. And then, finally, on the coronavirus front, Keshav Bot for the Call of Duty website, Charlie Intel, reported on a statement from Activision Blizzard, writing, Activision Blizzard Esports has announced that the Call of Duty League Home Series events will be cancelled because of concerns over the spread of the coronavirus. All Home Series live events for the 2020 season are cancelled and shifting to an online format. In its statement about the changes, Activision Blizzard wrote, The new online-only matches will be broadcast live to fans. Dates will be announced shortly along with tune-in details. Call of Duty League has seen firsthand the power of our live events in our inaugural season and will return to city-based competition in front of live audiences as soon as it is safe and logistically possible. Ride Home actually has a dedicated coronavirus show right now, so check it out if you want updates on that specific topic. Brian McCullough, who hosts... The Tech Meme Ride Home podcast and this coronavirus podcast only asked me to plug the show once, but I just think it's a smart idea for the format established by Ride Home. So I'm going to keep mentioning it where pertinent. Here's what released today. Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, the fighting game from Arc System Works, the creators of Guilty Gear and Dragon Ball Fighters, based on the popular Japanese mobile RPG that has not released in North America, is out today on PC. I think, generally, the game is liked by fighting game fans, but it's weird because there's a lot of context and story surrounding the characters in a game that isn't available in America. So it's kind of strange. But as a fighting game, I think it's mechanically sound, is what I'm hearing. A game called Dead or School is out today on PlayStation 4 and Switch, and I don't know a lot about it, but that title is just so weird. It's an anime hack-and-slash game, apparently, where... Protagonist Hisako must fight back against a zombie outbreak. The game's official description reads, Will Hisako be able to find salvation at SCHOOL, in all caps, or is the world just DEAD, in all caps? Find out in dead or school. My Hero 1's Justice 2 is out today on everything. Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC It's a fighting game based on the popular anime My Hero Academia, which is a show I absolutely love. Seriously, my favorite anime that I've watched in years, but I was really underwhelmed by the first game. I admit I'm not a big fighting game guy, but I was just really bummed out by the fighting mechanics and the setup for the first game. Maybe the second attempt will fare better. I do want a good My Hero Academia game. We'll have to wait and see if this one will be it. I'm sure my friend Cyril Vasquez, who worked with me at Game Informer, will have some feedback on the game soon. My Hero 1's Justice 2 is one of those games I wouldn't be surprised to see show up on NPD's best-selling games of March, but I do think today's big release is Neo 2, the Dark Souls-inspired action game from Team Ninja, the studio behind Ninja Gaiden and the Dead or Alive fighting game series. I like From's games, especially Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. And this game is directly inspired by Frum's games, but you would think all of that would make me really excited to check out Neo 2, but I'm just, I don't know, I'm not super eager to dig into it, which maybe that's a mistake on my part. Maybe it's one I should give a chance. It's still sitting at an 86 on Metacritic, which is very respectable. That's it for video game news today. I actually spoke with Ed Fear earlier today, the director of Murder by Numbers, the Pick Ross murder mystery mashup that I've been having a great time with, and I will release it tomorrow as a bonus interview episode. But here's a little snippet to encourage you to check it out. To me, the idea of trying, you know, people were saying that it was the expecting it to be like a, a Phoenix Wright spiritual successor. And to me, that was terrifying when people started saying that I was like, like, How, you know, why would I want to make a spiritual successor to something that's already perfect, you know? Thanks to Ed Fear for taking the time to chat with me and for having a Twitter profile header that is a screenshot of one of my favorite 30 Rock moments. I played some more Warzone last night and I'm still loving the gulag mechanic. I love having the opportunity to get back into the mix after making a stupid mistake because it's always a stupid mistake that knocks me out. And those little 1v1 matches are a lot of fun. It's one I expect I will keep going back to over the next few weeks. I haven't poked much more at Ori since my first big play session. I really want to, but it's one that I want to play on my 4K TV with the music turned up loud, and it's a little tougher to find opportunities to play that game that way right now with the kid home for spring break and maybe home even longer, depending on how the coronavirus affects things. I guess we'll see. If you have corrections or just feedback in general or even news tips, I'll take those too. Feel free to send me tweets or DMs to either at Kyle M. Hilliard or at Gaming Ride Home. You can send an email to kyle at ridehome.info. I want to read more emails. I've read a few. I'd like to read more. So send me some interesting thoughts that you have about video games or the show. Please consider leaving a review for Gaming Ride Home on whatever podcast app you use to listen to this thing. You can also check out my Twitch account, Kyle Impersonator, where I'm maybe coming up on halfway through Black Mesa, I'm having a good time with that game. And you can also find me on the Mid Max show for more long form video game discussion. I will talk to you more about video games tomorrow.